0: Have you ever heard of the origin called um the red room well we're going to be telling you the origin today and we're going to be discussing some internet safety stuff
1: the red room is a japanese urban legend that serves as a great example as to why being on the dark web is such a threat to people around the world especially young children yes The Red Room originally started as a Japanese urgent legend where if someone was browsing on the dark web and went too far down, a pop-up on their screen would appear saying, do you like the color red? However, if this pop-up was left on your screen unchecked, which in most story variations you couldn't even get out of it, it was just stuck on your screen, Eventually, it would change to, do you like the red room? You'd have an option of yes or no, and if you chose yes, a red image of what I'm assuming to be a bedroom, some people say it's a kitchen, some people say it's a living room, it changes depending on where you read and who you ask. It's a red image of a room in a house, some people say there's blood on the screen too, and. In the middle of the image, there are a list of names. Typically, after people get to this point, most of them are presumed deceased or missing. The Red Room is speculated to be a virus of sorts and a metaphor for why installing things may be very unsafe, not only for your computer, but your real safety as well.
0: The cops even got involved with... Um, what was happening from how, many, from how many times people were going missing.
1: Some people speculate that the Red Room was a malware created by a group of hackers. Other people say that it's a curse code altogether. Um, but one thing that does remain common throughout all variations you will hear is that nobody who actually experiences the Red Room itself has ever been seen since the experience and the only thing that's left of their whereabouts of what they were doing when they went missing was the red room on the computer screen it remains until someone else turns the computer off and repeats the cycle
0: there has been no signs of the red room existing to this day But, you never know.
1: A lot of people have tried recreating the Red Room on their own with codes such as Lua and Python, though they have thankfully been unsuccessful. The Red Room originally functioned the same way a lot of other malwares would. It would get into your computer files and you would not be able to remove it once you found it. The red room is a very good metaphor for internet safety. Let me let me ask you something. How many times have you been scrolling on the internet? Maybe you want to find like a cute recipe or a picture of a cat and you want to save it to your computer. Ha- tell me how many times you've gone to websites that supposedly have what you want, but instead of finding what you want, you find things that are completely unrelated, you find weird advertisements, or worse, you find websites that expose you to things you don't want to see. Like for example, on a lot of pirating websites, there are very strange advertisements that children should not be exposed to. And I think personally, things like this should be heavily monitored a lot better than what they are currently.
0: If you're on a game website, like let's say Roblox, and someone is being weird, um you have to block them and report them so then the people like The person that made Roblox can handle that situation. You should not just, you know, um... Leave it
1: unattended. Yes. The saying, if you see something, say something, I think is both very effective, but not at the same time. Like, let's say, for example, you're playing Adopt Me on Roblox something, and you get a a strange message from someone sending you, like, those free Robux links. A normal kid who hasn't been taught about internet safety, maybe, like, a 9, 6, 10-year-old, because a lot of kids Mm -hmm. aren't being taught about internet safety in more recent times, they'd click that link thinking, oh, wow, I can get free Robux, but instead, their account could be hacked. And worst of all, if that account had saved something like card information, phone numbers, or, in more recent times, thanks to Roblox, voice chat, which needs an adult ID to be accessed, not only could their parents' personal information be leaked, but so could the information of that child. Internet safety is something that is not preached as nowhere near as much as it should be nowadays, especially with the rise of social media, viruses, and creeps on the internet. I remember my mom, um, back when I was really little, we had like an extra computer she'd let me play on while she did work next to me on her own, um, and I used to play a game called Animal Jam. I loved it, I still do, it's really fun. Very child-friendly game. Um, But my mom had drilled into my head by the age of six, if not younger, that do not trust anyone on the internet, there's no way to confirm who they actually are. And that's something I very much agree with. People nowadays especially could be using things like voice changers, filters. There's really no way to know who they are unless you've actually met them in real life before. And that leads to another thing. If someone asks you on the internet, hey, do you want to meet up? No. Never meet people online, especially if you don't know who they are. There's a lot of creeps
0: on the app Roblox. I actually have uh, met one, or, well, here's the, how the story went. I was playing Roblox with my cousin, and we met this um, this girl. And we, were, we had a lot of fun playing with her. She was kind of mean sometimes. And one day, I was really bored on Roblox, and my cousin couldn't call, in. The girl, I'm going to call her JJ, which is kind of close to her name. JJ was like, hey, do you want to play, like, can we play a game together? And I was like, I actually kind of want to play by myself. She said something very scary to me about hurting herself. And um, I got off of Roblox and told my mom, which was the right thing to do. And my mom handled the situation by saying that she should probably go talk to her parents about that. And I blocked her and unfriended her. And I reported her as
1: well. Do that... Fast, absolutely. Yes. Um, like I just said before, there's no way to confirm who someone on the internet is, and that in itself is a big red flag. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very unhealthy to threaten to do things if someone wasn't doesn't want to do something with you. Like, Miss Girl, you are not the sun. You don't have a gravitational pull. Sit down. Boundaries are something that are very important with any relationship, really but especially with online ones where you need to keep yourself safe. Do I think that, yeah, having online friends could be a good thing for certain people? Yeah. But do I also think you should go out of your way to be safe while having these friendships? Yes, absolutely. Things like this are the reason VPNs and a lot of internet safety softwares exist. The Red Room in itself, in its many variations, some say that the Red Room is cursed by the spirit of a girl who was kidnapped off someone from the internet, which, again, another example of why we need to be safe. The Red Room, while we aren't sure what year it first began to rise on internet forums, we do know that it sends a very clear message, a very clear warning.
0: I know the year that it was, it, like, it, I heard that, um, the year that it might have, like, came out was, or, like, started, you know, popping up was, like, 1998, just, like, in the 90s, and if any of, like, your online friends ask you where you live, what your, you know, like, what state do you live in, don't say anything and just unfriend them. They are not, you know, you just, you yeah. d- can't give that information to them, because...
1: More importantly, did... If they push for that information too, that's a big red flag. Nobody with clear intentions should be that committed to knowing who you are and what you're doing every second of the day. Parents who are really, really protective of their kids, yeah, I can see them doing that because one, they're the parent and two, they should know what their kids are doing online. But random strangers should not. That is something that people really need to be on the lookout for.
0: Animal Jam is a very safe app. So if you're child, if you're a parent listening to this,
1: are you referring to Animal Jam Classic, the computer version or Animal Jam Play Wild, the phone version which I see more children playing?
0: Uh both I'm guessing, they're both they're both like very safe websites. They're both very safe. Yeah.
1: Though the demographic age on both is very different. The Animal Jam Classic for computers tends to be filled with more teenagers than it does with kids, and Play Wild seems to be filled with more kids than teenagers.
0: So, you should definitely play. Uh, what was the one? Was that one called Play Wild? Play Wild. Um, the chat rooms, like if you try typing something like bad, like uh, watch your location, it will just kind of. Um, tag it out and yeah it's I feel like Animal Jam is just a very safe game I used to play it a lot I still have it I just don't play it that much
1: as someone who used to play Animal Jam a lot like my mom would yearly pay for the memberships because I love that game I still do um Animal Jam if they think your message violates guidelines whether even in certain messages you can't even say numbers because it won't send While with platforms with Roblox, they'll just censor out your message, Animal Jam won't let you send it, period. And in some cases, if you say something like, oh, uh, blah blah blah, that's my name, or, insert number, that's my phone number or address, they will not only not let you send that message, but they could potentially take away your chat privileges. Looking at the two platforms, Roblox and Animal Jam, you notice a lot of differences when it comes to moderation and chat. Especially child safety.
0: Animal Jam is definitely a safer game for really young kids, so I suggest if you want- if your child wants to play Roblox, they should be a little bit older. Um, if that's okay with you. (laughs) I used to play Roblox when I was eight, which was not that, like, I was really young, which that probably wasn't that um, good that I was playing it when I was eight, but I was very safe, and my mom taught me don't chat with anybody that you didn't know. If if your kid wants to play Roblox, you should probably make them have a um, chat- Filter. Yeah, chat filter. You should probably make them have a chat filter.
1: If your children enters any sort of platform online where they may be able to speak with other anonymous users, one of the first priorities should be A, making sure that their chat is moderated at all times, and B, making sure that your kid can't be exposed to anything that they shouldn't be. Like, for example, maybe swear words or inappropriate dialogue. While we're on the subject, Um, Turning back to the Red Room, we're trying to do both urban legends and moral lessons here. Um, In the many variations that the Red Room has, I've said this so many times, oh my god. Um, When it comes to urban legends, especially ones as obscure as the Red Room is... There are many different changes you can hear depending on who you ask and where you read the story. Some people say that the Red Room originated from a dark web forum, while other people say it began on a reddit thread. Regardless of where people say it came from, the story remains the same for the most part. Someone finds the link, then they get the pop-up, and then they go missing. Either that or or they're deceased. (laughs) Another variation of the Red Room that's become more modern is a red QR code people in Japan have been scanning. Let's, Let's say for example, you go to Dairy Queen, right? They have their barcodes on the windows saying, here, install the Dairy Queen app. A lot of the time people will blindly scan QR codes, not thinking anything of it. In this more modern rewrite of the red room, people would scan this crimson red or hot red QR code and the pop-up would appear on their phone or device with the same result as the original.
0: That's why if you're a parent and um, your kid is looking up something, like let's say something for school and they go on a website, that's why you should always um, stay by your stay by your kid, like when they're looking up the the thing because they could see some weird stuff. Um, I want to talk more about like didn't someone, like, go insane because, like, of, like, the Red Room, and they, you know, yeah. ended
1: up- A lot of the <laughs> Red Room very A lot of the Red Room versions have different outcomes, but regardless, they usually don't have any good ones. That's the one thing they have in common.
0: Not too- I mean, we still don't- hold on, how many people went missing?
1: I don't even know. Was the number recorded? I know I it was so. definitely ten, if not more- you don't have internet connection, do you? No. <laughs>
0: okay. uh. Uh-huh. Um, from the origin story, it does not say how many people go missing, but I'm guessing a lot since it was a pop-up yeah. ad, yeah. and it was 1999, or just, like, it was the 90s. Yeah.
1: Since the list was recorded to be pretty long, too, I'm definitely assuming it was more than 10 different individuals. Something also mentioned is that none of these people had just had any... None of them had anything in common physically or mentally except for the fact that they all willingly installed the malware to their computer. That is the only thing they all had in common. It was rumored that the Red Room link would appear to different people depending on what they were looking on. So let's say one person was on the dark web for nefarious purposes and the Red Room appeared as a link pretending to be what they were looking for. They'd click it, install it, and then they'd get caught. However, let's say someone else was on the dark web, maybe because they were trying to find something out. Maybe someone was hiding something from them and they wanted to know. They have the right to know. Um, Maybe they were trying to hire a private investigator or something. Mm -hmm. They'd find the link pretending to be a private investigator and then they'd also get caught. The red room can be seen almost as a mimic of sorts, it pretends to be something it's not. I-
0: I feel like- I feel like I read something where it was like there's an entity that was like, I don't know.
1: Attached to the red room? Yes, attached to the room. That also plays into a lot of the rumors saying it's cursed. Like, oh, this entity goes after bad people on the dark web and shows them the link, and then they either go insane or go missing.
0: Yeah, that- okay, one of the people that went on the website and clicked the pop-up ad went insane, and and she she got too silly, and the police actually took her to the mental asylum, and she was begging the police to let her go. That sounds so wrong. Uh, Oh my gosh.
1: It sounds almost like a case of possession.
0: Um, and I think she said something about the red room, so they went to go and check, and that's when the, when the police checked the, re- that's when the red room, I'm guessing, wasn't spotted again? I have no clue. It
1: acts almost like, okay. Have you ever listened to documentaries about these anonymous hacker groups? They stop what they're doing as soon as they've been caught. The Red Room seemed to function the same way. It would go from individual to individual almost like an actual virus, both sickness and in the computer ways, but it would hop from individual to individual, making anyone disappear whenever given the opportunity. However. When someone who could put a stop to it, like the police, figured out what was going on, the Red Room had no more recorded cases. This also does raise a few questions, though. You know how I mentioned earlier that you don't know who you're talking to on the internet? Yeah. Some people speculate that the woman who went insane was the one who made the Red Room... And it's something I'm actually very intrigued about because not only would it explain why suddenly there weren't any more Red Room victims, but it would also explain why it stopped. It would explain why no one else saw it, no more victims, nothing.
0: Not I mean, I mean, it's just a theory, an origin theory. It's just a theory, though, that she might be, that she might have created the game.